Blog Talk Radio. be getting to you momentarily. But for those of you who haven't called in, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And we invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker, Psychic. And as I mentioned, it's a lot harder to post from this page on your Facebook pages. So I've got to do that while we're involved. So I've got a lot of tasks this morning. <laughs> or course. Well, nothing too tremendous. Well, but we do have callers. Yeah, right? we've got callers. Oh. So seven zero three and five one zero and five one zero. It's interesting if it's who I think it is. I was just thinking of. They're sisters, and I was just thinking of them, so it's odd. They haven't called for a really long time. And um, anyway, we'll see who it is. Okay, 703, though, is first. Hi. Hi, Hi, it's Andrea. Oh, hey, Andrea. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. How are you guys doing? Um, We're doing all right, thank you. It's, you know, it's summer. That's good. Yeah, I know, it's hot. Hot. But it's hot where you are too humid, probably too. Yeah, yeah, my hair's like, oh. yeah. Frizzy? <laughs> Frizzy, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, birthday, what's your birthday again? I think she's compounded. Uh, 11763. 63, I think she's 281010, 17819, 19. No. Yeah, 281010. Okay, so I did remember. Okay, Andrea, what is going on? What's your question? Something okay, so about uh, a couple months ago, I had to take a, uh, someone to court, and basically she okay. took it to a higher court, and then I lost. So I took her back to court because she owes me money for damages, and now they want – so I lost again, and they want me to pay the attorney fees. So okay. I really don't want to pay her, but I have reached out to this attorney like about four times now with an email. First she said to me, well, if you don't pay, we're going to do um, an, you know, extra court fees, which you're going to have to pay or take a credit card. But I haven't heard from her for like you know, four times I reached out to her. So do you, I don't know what to do now. I mean, I've done my part, so to speak. I mean, like, she like disappear? She's make me pay this money? I don't even know. So you okay? You you took someone to court. You lost. Now yeah. you're supposed yeah. to pay yeah. the attorney. Have, have to pay her attorney. Yeah. And she lost twice. She took it to a high court, and she lost again. Yeah. Um, may we ask what the is it private or may we ask what how much you owe? Like I think it was like five hundred dollars. Oh. Five hundred dollars. That's it. That's not. Yep, yep. That's not a terribly large amount. And the lawsuit, what what was the lawsuit? I took her because she she was renting a room for me, and she and she moved out, and then she, then she damaged things in my house. So oh, no. the, the judge like, well, on a, on a technicality, she she won on technicality because normally I would win. So then I took her back to, on the same. I, I should have changed, but should have changed and just got a whole new court case. But I went back on the same court, you know, case. 
And then she said, well, now you're wasting our time because we already moved against you, and now now you're just wasting time, so now you owe me my, my attorney fees. So and I was like, saying, okay, whatever. You're saying she's disappeared, and you now don't think – I mean, you're I don't know. I, I, yeah, I sent an e- email to the attorney, and she said, well, if you don't pay, you can take a credit card, which is two for 2.8% interest. If you don't pay, then we court fees added, more court fees, and you'll pay more. So I reached out to her. I sent her an email like three times saying, you know, what's the deal, basically, and I haven't heard from her. So I, I want to keep, like, you know, I don't want to you know, get stuck with extra fees, you know, extra judgment or something. And I mean, I well, don't know. going to drop it? I, I mean, I have no idea. Why did you... If she damaged your property, why mm-hmm. did you lose? What was the judge's decision? Well, I lost on a technicality. Technic what technicality though specifically? Because I had because something in the lease I didn't again I didn't give her an an extra attachment that was in the lease. So um, I, I sued her for all this money for, for breaking my lease. Then I lost. So I took her back to court because she damaged stuff in my house. And then she said, "Well, we already we already ruled that you, that you lost. You know, now you're going to pay her court fees, her her attorney fees." So just stupid. just just a, a quick a side question because when I when you called, I was picking up something about work. So you're not asking about work. Is there has there been any no. change in your job? So anything no, different I'm with your here. job? Nothing different. No, I'm still here. No. You're still at the same job. Anything with your um, auditioning? That's- uh, well, I auditioned again, but um, still never get on the TV show. So the new auditions will come out sometime, I think, between November and February. So I plan on auditioning again. But so I, have never made t- I have never made it. When's the last I've audition? never made it. That's okay. But when's uh, the last, last I did was last last year i think in december last year so it's last year you did it but auditions are coming up so that may be because that's in the work category because you want to do this you know to make money etc be on tv so that could be why because you're preparing to audition again that i came up with work or you know was getting a vibe about your career because this is career category planning on it (laughs) So you're starting again. Okay. So that's yeah. just a side. You were going to say something, Neil. Well, how much, how much money have you lost so far in this whole ordeal? Um, let's see. Eight, 12, um, maybe $1,500. $1,500. And they, yeah. and, and the, the attorney saying, pay me another 500. Can't you just pay the attorney uh, well, directly? Sorry. So Go ahead. I could, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent the attorney an email saying I don't have any money. I have to spend five hundred dollars. I would have hired an attorney. So I don't have five hundred dollars just to give you. Whatever the money is, I don't have to give you. Well, she said, well, you got to pay me no matter what. I said, okay, well, what is the total? Can I pay you half? That's what I left her at, and I haven't heard from her. So I sent her three more emails. I said, are you all right? I haven't heard from you. You know, I mean, I don't want to keep, you know, keep, you know, beating a dead horse. But at the same token, I don't want anything else. Well, um, okay, so she's saying you owe her 500 which would be a total of 2000 that you spent on this case. No, no, just a total of $500. No, I lost no. money because of her, her clients. But, yeah, you know. so you, you've been, you're out money because yeah. of her breaking the lease plus yeah. the money yeah. that you owe. Damages. Yeah. She didn't lose money. She was yeah. just out. And I, so, so I lost. Right. And did you have any representation or did you represent, you probably represented No, yourself. I just did it myself. Yeah. I did it myself. She lost 1500 or she, or she didn't gain 1500 She lost. So she owes, the client owes me about $1,500, but I lost because a technicality on my lease. Right. So I took so them back to court again. So $1,500 you lost because of the breaking of the lease. In addition, yeah. now you're going to have to pay $500, aside from all the well, time and energy. She didn't, it wasn't the $1,500 yeah. taken from her bank account. That she mm-hmm. just didn't get it as a payment. Correct. That's that's right. But did you have to cover any um, fees for repairs or anything like that? Has there been anything out of pocket? I did. 
I had to pay. I had, she broke my disposal. That was $150. I'm going to have okay. to replace my carpet, which is another $600 or $700, $800, whatever it is, and two months of, of rent that she didn't pay me. But I lost all that. I lost my case. So I took her back to court again. Right. And then and then the attorney said, well, now you're wasting my time because you already told you you lost. Now you need to pay me my fees for me to come in here. Well, you know, what I don't understand, Andrea, is if she stayed there, it, 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 I'm surprised the judge didn't rule you were there for two months. You don't get free rent. But was she there for two months? She left. She broke the lease. She moved and out. Left. She moved she out and broke my lease. Well, she wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. so you could have re- you could have rented it during that time. I tried. I couldn't find anybody else, and I told her if I don't find anybody else, it. you're going to pay me the rent. And she said, No, I'm not. I said, Yes, you will. So I took her to court. I got it. I and got normally it. would have won, but she got an attorney and and moved it to a higher court because small claims court there's no attorneys allowed. So she got an attorney and took it to a higher court. And then I lost. So the question is this: What I mean, you're asking us what exactly? I mean, you have to pay this five hundred dollars. It sounds like the attorney's demanding it. Supposedly, yes, right. yes. Her attorney asked me for five hundred dollars, and that was two months ago. She said I have two months to pay. So I emailed her. I said, you know, I really don't have whatever money I have. I don't have any money to pay you. She said, well, if you don't pay, this, this is going to happen to you. So I reached out to her three more times, and I haven't heard from her. So I don't know. So she's responding. Okay, so. Yeah, okay, what's so the deal? So I don't game, know. Okay, so there's a game plan. What she's saying is, I've already told you that if you don't pay, I will uh, start compounding my fees. And so she's Basically. already told you well, what she's doing probably is making sure that you, you keep compound. compounding fees. Yeah. So you either yeah. have a choice. You call the bar and you tell them what's happened and put a, a, an investigation on her and w- whether that's right or not. So you call the bar first. I would do that. Okay. Um, and then after you get a response from the bar, uh, I would, if I were you, uh, probably make a payment for 250 because that shuts her up for a while. And uh, but in the meantime, talk to somebody. You know, talk to bar association. I would probably okay. make a payment for two fifteen if the bar association deems that this is not ethical. In, in good ethical conduct. They might re- have her reimburse you. But that's what I would do. I would send out the two fifty because she hasn't responded to you to avoid any compounded monies. Contact the uh, association, the bar. And then okay. uh, go from there and see what happens from there, what happens. But because she's manipulating. The you. question is this. Yes, yeah, she oh, is. She's oh. playing. Yes, exactly. She's, she's trying to make it so that um, now she's going to say, well, you didn't pay me, so now I'm going to add all these extra court fees yes, and uh, extra it. stuff. I have documentation in my email saying I've reached out to you four times already. So you can't right. say that I didn't try. Well, well, it's good advice. The, the advice to contact the bar is good. Okay. I don't know if you're going to get any reviews. I mean, figure out if she has any strikes against her or bad reviews, you know, just it's for your own knowledge. However, I, mm-hmm. the concern is about the way you're paying. So you mentioned a credit card, and obviously you need to reach her to pay with a credit card. Making that 250 payment, are you able to send, like, a money order or a check? I, I have it. I just, I have it. I don't want to pay her. I, I have, I have. I just don't want to pay her because she I just jerked me around. Her client actually, um, co- you know, perjured herself on the on the witness stand. Said I did all this X Y Z and lied and perjured herself. I mean, and damaged my house. At the end of the day, I don't, I'm not paying her crap. Well, it doesn't matter. You, you lost the case on two accounts, on two different yeah. occasions. So you're 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 kind of screwed there. It won't matter. I know. What I know. Everybody complains about their attorneys. What you need to do is you have a choice. You either contact the bar well, she should contact before you can no, I am. Before you pay 250. Before, before you, you pay, pay 250. 250. Or you pay okay. 250 and contact the board. Okay. Uh, if you can get somebody right away, you know, you could probably wait two days and see if you can okay. get somebody right away before you give out 250. But that's what I would do first. So the, the, just okay. lastly, lastly, um, you know, regarding the carpet, I mean, you, you have to figure with a, with a rental, you're going to have to replace carpet anyway when a, when a tenant moves. 
I mean, basically speaking. So, well, she spilled just, wine all over on the bedroom carpet, and she said she didn't. I mean, she just moved out and spilled. I mean, she had spilled wine, and she's like, oh no. Then I spilled, which we all know it was not. And I mean, all these no. other things. I mean, you can't really see it that bad. I mean, I don't really have to replace it, but you know, she did spill it, and it's a stain on on the carpet in the bedroom. Have you seen so, the carpet? Have you cleaned the carpet? I've tried it. I had a professional come out, and I couldn't get it out either. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, with, with a rental, essentially people expect carpet to be replaced. So, I mean, you can't really chalk that up as a loss. I mean, at least to make you feel better because, yeah. you know, in the new rental, people expect new carpet. It's kind of gross to have old carpet. Personally, I, that's but, what I think. Yeah, so, like you broke my disposal. I mean, I mean that was a hundred... Basically, I'm on $150. She broke my disposal, my kitchen disposal, by putting stuff in it that she shouldn't have. So I had to to replace it. You've got to vet your tenants more carefully. You've got to screen them better. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, going forward, yes, absolutely. So yeah, this was this was a a lesson learned for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you lost. You know, the the fact is that you lost on two different uh, court hearings. So just let that go. You know, it just happens sometimes with. uh, Yeah. Landlords. So, yeah. what you've got to do now is protect yourself against this other, your own attorney. And, like we said, contact the board. You should bar, come bar, out. The board. Uh, bar. You should come out. Yeah, bar, and yeah. more than 250 or nothing at all. She might just drop it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because this yeah. might be a strike against the record. Know. Yeah, let us know. Okay, absolutely, Will. Yeah, thank you. You okay. guys are always like, oh, always running the money. So. Well, thanks. Thanks. Andrea, yeah. we appreciate it. Good luck with You're your welcome. auditioning too coming up. Well, thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping. But last two years were via Zoom, so I don't know if it's going to be in person this year or via Zoom again because of COVID. But so I just keep on going. Yeah. Good luck. We're breaking. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bye. Bye. Or toy, 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 as they say in the opera. Oh, toy, toy, toy. But anyway, okay. We have another caller. Five one zero. Hello. Hi there, it's Camille in Oregon. Oh, it's Camille. Okay. Yes, it so, is. No. no, it is not who I thought was was. There's another. We have another caller from five one zero area code, and I okay. thought I'm thinking about them. There are actually sisters that call, and they haven't called our show for such a long time. And I was thinking of them last oh. week, and I thought, oh, this may be them. But no, it's Camille, but that's great. Camille, what's, yes. what's give us your birth date again. Yes, July 13th, 1976. And are you, I mean, anything about your daughter you want to ask? Yeah, yeah. So the good news so is. Let's hit her birth date. Let's hit her birth date. Yeah, let's hit okay. your daughter's December? Seventh, twenty eleven. Okay. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twenty one, and we also thirty four seven. And my notes are eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I've called this whole year, all along the way, and I have made good on everything that I have spoken about here previously. I have gone ahead and gotten her withdrawn from the uh, Christian school that was not making us happy. And she is now enrolled in the online academy that I talked about. Wait, Camille, we have a birth date error. Give us your daughter's Uh-oh. birth date. No, it's okay. It's our, we're, uh, we're not matching 12, here. 12 7 11. Yeah, 12 7 2011 is a 14-5. I don't either. (laughs) Yeah, and I have the volume turned up all the way. I don't know. Okay. Okay, so you withdrew her from the Christian school, and you put her in an online school. Yes, I have. And that school is set to begin September 1st for, like, orientations or something, and really the day after Labor Day, which I believe is the 6th is when things really start. So we are looking forward to this new fresh start, this new change in our lives. Of course, there is some resistance still from her because she's only ever known this one program for the four years. 
and she really wants to be in this past, previous environment with friends. But, you know, unfortunately, the teacher, maybe since the last time that I spoke with you all, her teacher finally admitted to me that she has never had the quote-unquote resources to properly teach my child. And what those resources she needed, I don't know. But well, she's, I but she's insinuating. Anymore. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're that. Well, I mean, the teacher's terrible. I think, and I think we yeah. did that on the previous show. Her, yeah. her saying that she doesn't have the resources to teach your child is a, is is an insult to your child. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's an insult. She's 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 characterizing your daughter as difficult, a problem, and that she can't teach her because of the issues your child has, which is not that's not the the conduct that a teacher should be uh, exactly exhibiting. You know exactly. Interrupt. Oh no, but it's especially when no issues have ever been evaluated or diagnosed. So these issues that my child has that remain, it's not on paper. Nothing's she's, on paper. She has she's not been evaluated. She's discriminating about that. I think that, you know, we yeah. have asked about the, in diversity in the classroom and your child's the only black child in the classroom, yeah. correct? Yeah. So I think That's there's racism going on and there I mean she's remember she's the one from Lincoln City. Mm-hmm. Um so you're you know, you're in an area that you know, isn't exactly totally progressive. Even though Oregon you would think of the West Coast is is, is more liberal. Um you're going to, I mean, anywhere you're going to encounter racism, but especially in a small town like that. So your question today is about your daughter's resistance. Yeah. So right now I have told her more than once what the plan is. And now within two days, see this new school, they are sending, they have already sent a headset and an art kit and other textbooks. And they are sending a laptop and power cord to facilitate the online classes. And so my daughter is well aware that we are making the significant shift to do an online, you know, online friends, online teacher. And she's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to so-and-so school with Miss So-and-so. And I'm going to see my friends, and I'm going to do it like this, and you better pay for it. And I said, no, I don't have to do anything like that. No, because she only sees friends. She only sees friends and people smiling, and she is so used to what little she's been given from that other school that she's just craving that whole experience and not realizing that she's not being allowed to really thrive there. She's just like the lessons have been modified. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that should not have happened. Like a lot of things happened. The teacher was horrible. So she's resisting. And I'm trying to like, we need to, this is our life now. We must make forward progress and live with our decision. And I'm trying to figure out how because she's very hurt she's very hurt and not trusting and kind of confused like how come i'm not going back to that school well what about extracurricular activities where she's involved in 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 person in person extracurricular activities with her friends yeah i mean as a consolation prize type of thing Oh, yeah, I planned out her schedule. This child has an ex- extracurricular in-person activities planned every day except Wednesday and Friday. There is one to two hours of something scheduled for this child for almost, for like five days out of every week. 
with children who she knows. So that's not making all over her the city. I mean, she's still upset, even though she has these. She's still upset other. because, um, yeah, she's still upset because everything is all. I think <laughs> it's so silly. This teacher knew from the day one that she had issues with, you know, single mom headed black family. She knew she had issues from day one, but those issues were not put in the forefront. She just got to know us and quote unquote liked us and then kept moving forward. But then instead, oh, well, your daughter has this or this or this problem and she should be evaluated. And once my child was evaluated, none of those things were discovered. It said they thought it was this other thing. And then once she was being treated for that other thing, they realized, no, maybe she was just a self-confidence issue. You know? So what was, the, and, well, I mean, what was she being treated for? What was she being treated for? Oh, well, what happened was um, in twenty, the first year, 2018, 2019, her teacher thought, well, she has dyslexia. And I'm like, what? And we need to have her evaluated for learning disabilities. And I think she should repeat first grade. Okay. So I agreed with that. But then for 2019, 2020, we had the lockdown. So we couldn't go forward with the evaluation for another like six months. And when she was finally evaluated by the school district, they couldn't follow everything, they testing procedure they normally do. They had to do things differently for safety, COVID-related safety issues. So when she had her evaluation, she was found to have some sort of a severe communications disorder involving, like, speech and language and was given a speech therapist and did one year of speech therapy. And then at the end of that one year, when we had a meeting with the speech therapist and with the teacher, the speech therapist said she has improved significantly in these areas, and maybe she just had a self-confidence issue that she needed to learn how to be with other peers in a classroom. And her teacher asked, well, what about all of her other learning disabilities? And the speech therapist just looked, gave her a blank look like, what are you talking about? So, again, her teacher assigned all of these learning disabilities. My daughter was presented with an award for perseverance and progress for school, and the teacher disclosed my daughter's dyslexia in front of the entire student body, but my daughter has never been diagnosed with dyslexia because she has never been evaluated for dyslexia. So the whole school knows my daughter is dyslexic, but... That's not on any paperwork. That has never been our situation. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Really strange. So I'm like, I can't send you back into that environment because. Right. You can't solve the problem at the school. I mean, unfortunately, she's been, you know, the teacher has singled her out in front of other students and teachers, and that's unfair. And so it's. You know, I mean, you pulling her out is understandable. And there was no in-person program that you could find, a public school or, you know, instead of an online. Uh, Yeah, you know, so we have a public school, but, like, what happened was her teacher, however little dribbles that the the teacher had modified her program, had made her completely – unprepared to go to the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade classroom. And I'm like, what in the heck is this? So I really didn't want to send her in person to the public school. I No, I just wanted to work with her at home. And let's work it out. This is an actual online public school with actual teachers. It's just online. And there are... Um, you're not just on your own with a curriculum. You have people who are doing things for you. And with me, with my asthma, I really didn't want to hustle and bustle and keep running, you know. I just wanted to drop out of in-person for at least a year and let's try it like this and see what how we like it and supplement 
that time with the extracurriculars that she's already in. So just to establish this for you, because we're trying, you know, capsulize the, the issue that's going on. Your daughter does not want to be in an online program. She wants to be in back at her private school. She doesn't want to be in public school necessarily. She wants to be back at the old yeah. school because her friends are there. She wants to be at her old school with her friends, with her teachers. Not, um, and she's okay to settle for what little the teacher was giving her. And I'm like, no, that's unacceptable to me as a mom. No, yeah, unacceptable. Well, you know, my instincts say to let your child be where she feels most comfortable. Um, right. Because you're going to, you're going to come up with other behavioral problems if you if you don't. And that's going to lay on your back because your daughter will probably protest. She's already angry. She wants to be there. So maybe this is some kind of karmic battle she has to work through and understand. And so I, my suggestion is to let her stay there and to keep your pressure on this teacher. Is it the teacher? I mean, it's the same teacher throughout the grades? Uh, so what is she had grades one, two, and three. She had grades one through four in one classroom, and then she decided she didn't want to teach grade four, so she was going to teach grades four, five, and like she let grades four, five, and six go to somebody else, and then a third person has grades seven, eight, and nine. So what they so wanted she's in to what do. Grade? She's going into fourth grade, so um, her teacher. Yeah, her teacher wanted her to stay behind in third grade, and I thought, why? My kid is turning eleven. I'm not. I'm not gonna keep her in a classroom of six, seven, and eight year olds. If this yeah, is weird really to me, like why is she kept down? Because she, yeah. she's kept, and she's not allowed to advance, and she's 11 years old in fourth she's grade. Not allowed to advance? Yeah, she was kept back. So now she's yeah, she 11, allowed to advance. and she'll be turning 12, and she'll be in fourth well, grade. She'll be turning, well, she'll be turning she'll 11, 11 at the end of the she'll year. She'll be turning 11. Yeah. Sorry, I was doing the addition yeah. wrong. So she's, she's yeah. turning 11. She's 10, so she's a grade behind at 10, but once she's 11, it's like, She's because she's born at the end of the year. She's yeah. six months, two grades behind, essentially. Well, have you talked to the uh, school board? Have you talked to the principal? The board, the, the, the principal. principal. Hey, get get this. The principal is the husband of this lady. Oh boy. So it's the husband and a wife who run the school, and like the husband, like so you know that I have asthma, and I've had asthma since I was like a four year old. But he told me, well, did you get the, the COVID vaccine? I said, yeah. Well, don't do that anymore. I'm like, what? So he is he's letting me know that I don't have asthma. I was just vaccine injured. What? <laughs> well, what, what? What's, wrong public, what's wrong with the public school? Um, I don't know, you know. I just didn't want to go make that switch this year. Well, you know, as I recall, in Lincoln City, there's a red brick grammar school right off of 101. It's a long building, and it's kind of red brick. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they've made many changes. Okay, so what Is that the public school? Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay, so there used to be a school called D Lake. Yeah. And now D Lake is closed down for many, many years. And now it is called the Cultural Center, where they have a good stage, and that's where we do our plays and performances. Oh. And then okay. um, there was like Ocean. So what they did is Ocean Lake is the elementary school that's K1 and 2. But several several classes of K one and two within one building, and then once you're done with that, you go across town to Taft, and so it's third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Several classes of that under one roof, and then you go to seven to twelve. Well, so you know, it's no longer. I, yeah. When I was there, I don't know if they still have it, but um, when I was there, I worked in a um, 
I worked at a place where abused women were, were, were lived. And I worked off of a grant and I helped uh, children as well, some of the children that were victimized by divorce and whatnot. And I had a little friend named Jerry who uh, was a very, uh, had learning disabilities, had a lot of problems. And he, uh, he actually, uh, he, he went to school at that the lake. And I'd come pick him up and whatnot. Now, my question to you is, are, are there any special organizations that can uh, be a special friend to your child to help defend your child? Um, I know it's changed, and I'm talking about, you know, well before you were born. Uh, well, not really, but, you know, right at the time you were born, 77, 78, about to about 81 when I was there. And... I- I don't know. It seems to me that if this private school is filled with a lot of prejudiced, bigoted people who are sabotaging your daughter's education, I would, and your daughter doesn't want to be at home and she needs that socialization, you have one or two choices to me. You keep her where she is and you fight it through for the sake of your daughter's happiness, for the sake of your daughter's happiness, not your well-being, but your daughter's happiness. Or you put her in a public school. Yeah. Right. I I would put her in. But but with public school, would she be entering the fourth grade? I mean, see, that's what I don't know. And that's why I made the decision to do it online. Because, yeah, yeah, and this is actual 100% school. Um, I get it. And I was talking with another mom about this yesterday, and I said, yeah, I want to do it this way because I would rather not be – I don't know that, and they can assess her where she's going, where she is right. enrolled. They can assess her and all that. I would rather just do it from the privacy of our own home rather than have her go and possibly be humiliated because that teacher right. just got everything all screwed up. So and yeah, and she has an advance because of the fact that she's had this teacher that's helped, you know, been 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 difficult and held her down. My, my thought is yeah. That my thought is this. She wants to be at that other school, but, and the public school idea isn't a bad idea necessarily, but maybe, maybe you could do six months on this online program, get her assessed, right. and, you know, up to the level that she's supposed to be age-wise on an educational basis because obviously she hasn't progressed through the grades. So there's curriculum that she hasn't been exposed to and going to a public school, she's going to end up in, in a, in a lower grade at, at an older age, which you don't want. And you're thinking probably with this online program, she's going to be able to, you know, to progress more, more rapidly. So as a compromise, maybe you say to your daughter, let's give it six months. Let's give it to the end of, you know, your birthday or, you know, Christmas break and see where we're at at that point. And then make a decision to go to either the public school or back to the private school. And then you have um, ammunition at the private school because she's advanced in this program. And maybe you could talk it out with you that way. That makes sense. Because she just needs a good explanation. But I, I see a lot of things. Like she's very much kid and a half. She's very much a tween. She's got yeah. all these tween things. And, like, you know, I don't see this, like, pretty much this lady. Oh, God, I hate that this happened. But she likes to go to church with this family. And what I saw, the lady, instead of doing hardcore academics, she just kind of assigned to my daughter that, oh, well, you cannot do it. So it's like, let's wear pretty dresses and let's let's go to church and let's sing songs and community service and all that. But I didn't sign up for that. I, my daughter's black. She needs academic advancement and achievement, not like, not just handing out brochures at a church. That's not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I think, you know, I think that, I mean, you're protecting your daughter by taking her out of the school, but there's got to be some kind of compromise because she's got to be happy. So if you could maybe say, present it to her that way and see what she thinks 
And what you should do is do that, call us back and tell us how it went. And then we can go from there. You know, that way, you know, there's, there's some kind of compromise and she may be able to progress and get into a different classroom at that school. So she's at the grade level she's supposed to be and with a different teacher. And then you avoid the problem with the teacher in January, you know? Yeah, because so, that lady's influence can't, we, uh-uh, no, no more, no more of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do it that way and call us back. Tell us what your daughter thinks about that approach. What do you think, Neil? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, let us know, Camille. We have another caller, but we definitely call us back, like, you know, and give us a progress report. Thanks. Okay, you're welcome. Can we have a caller from 929? Hello. Hey, how are you? Hi, fine, thanks. What's your name? Uh, this is Terry. I'm sorry, I, there's a lot of wrestling. Yes. Okay. What's your Patty. name, bro? Terry. Terry? Hold on, I want to walk out. Yeah. Hi, this is Terry. Oh, Terry, Terry. Terry. Yes. Hey, yeah. how are you? Yeah. <laughs> From New York. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. It's been a while. What? Give us your birthday again. Um, it's uh, August 12, 1980. Okay. All right. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. 32 years old. So three years past your, your three years past 29, which was a big change. Okay, what, what's going on? just wanted to know, okay, I keep hearing, because I'm empathic myself, and I keep hearing the words three, three times is a charmer. What? So, I keep hearing the words three times is a charmer. So the thing charm. is this, a charmer, a charm, like a charmer? Right, yeah. I mean, three times is a charm is the phrase, but you're hearing charm. Is a charm? Okay. So yeah, I'm saying charm. Okay. Anyway, three times is a charm. So anyway, is this. I submitted my uh, resume to a company that I want to get a job for, but I made, I made an error, so I resent it twice. So now that I'm completely relaxed, I see a third error. So I'm trying to see, should I just leave it the way it is, or should I just go ahead and send it just to make sure that it's clear? You mean you've submitted your resume and you're trying to, you're questioning whether you should resubmit the correct, the correct resume without the error to resubmit yeah. it. And would you make a note to the hirers that you were resubmitting because of an error? What was there? I can put revised and, you know, as far as the information, I can just put revised on it and what, let them know that I made an error. What did you do wrong? Is it job? No, no. You know what? I just made some grammar, uh, some grammar oh. errors on it. Oh. So I wanted to fix it. And then there's one department that I was applying for. All the information is correct, but I put down the wrong department's name. That's all. Mm. I mean, I would personally, I mean, my, I would revise it. I would, that would be what I would do. But with Neil? Yeah, I would, I would resend it with the, with the correction, not the corrections on the page, but resend it entirely new with the corrections already made. Yeah. That's what, okay. That's what I was going to do. Okay. So I'm going to resend it and I made the corrections on it. And it's so weird because when I sent it out on Friday, I felt like that I was rushing. Now that I'm completely relaxed, I'm off today, and I noticed the error. I said, oh, and I was saying to myself, oh, my gosh. So I'm going to resend it. I'm going to put revised on it and just submit the code, submit it without the uh, error. Sorry. Do you have, do you have, uh, do you have any Russian blood? No. <laughs> 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 Does it depend on what day I send it? For example, should I wait until Friday or should I just go ahead and send it out today? I would send it. I would do it today. 
I would send it as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what's why delay? You're trying to get a job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, okay. Yeah, I would. And just out of curiosity, do you have any? Um, I just strange question. Do you have any jewelry with purple, a purple stone, like an amethyst, or I mean, doesn't matter if it's yeah. amethyst. You do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a necklace or a ring. It's a, a uh, it's a, actually a bracelet of mine that one of my acting teachers gave to me a long time ago, about ten years ago. But I have it. You do have it. So that's this mm-hmm. just a validation. That's just the validation that what we're telling you is correct information. Oh. Yeah, if you're okay. hearing this, uh, if you're hearing this voice in your head three times as a charmer, what's the job consisting of? Oh, it's an administrative assistant position. Are you still at the same position with the city? Uh, you... Yeah, and I'm trying to actually switch uh, industries right now because it's time to, to go. I've been there already for five years, so it's time for me to go. Five years? <laughs> I thought it was I'm five years. So that would yeah, be... Yeah, it's five years. It's five years, but it's probably actually six, but it's five years. It's, it's I'm just ready to leave. I mean, it's not the job. It's just that I want to move on. I want to do something differently now. Well, I mean, what is this new job description? What would you be doing? Oh, this is in the film and TV industry. It's an executive assistant position. Well, what kind of experience do you have there? What kind of what? I'm sorry? Experience. Experience. Oh, experience? Okay. I used to, at one time when I was temping, I I temped at a major uh, TV company. So I put that on my resume as a prior experience of working in the the entertainment industry. And you were a temp? Yeah, I did a long-term temp assignment. Um, What happened is I went back to college, so I didn't stay in the position. So it was a long-term temp position, but it was in the entertainment industry. So I have a feel, and I want to get back into that because it was very, it was less stressful, no stress at all. Um, And I enjoyed working there, but I was in school at the same time. Is this a local entertainment station or is it uh, a network? Yeah, it's a local. It's a local station. It's in the city. And what do they do, public? programming? Do they do community programming? What? Well, they have actually two. They have something in the music industry, and then the other one is just in the just TV industry itself. It's, it's at the other, okay, so it's two positions. One is at a record label, and the second position is at the uh, TV company. But it's for the local area. Yeah, for the local area. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, question, do you happen to live in a two-story building or is it a single story? Well, it's a two-story building, but I am trying to move. Okay, but it's a two-story building as we speak. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's happening, what's happening, Terry, is that that voice you're hearing in your head connects you to some sort of karmic past life history with this TV slash record company, whatever it was in a past life, it's evolved to this position, but you're connected to it on a past life level, whatever that might have been. It might have been, you know, whatever its evolving history was, you were connected to it at one time. So I do believe that um, you have a, about right now, about a 70% chance the problem is, is that there seems to be other human beings who also and they're more experienced have, have uh, connected energy to this place. Let me ask you another quick question: Anybody in your family or, or yourself ever have pneumonia? Pneumonia? No, not that. My sister had that as a kid. Well, you—that's someone that, in your family. That's my, that's my has question: it. Did anyone in your family or yourself ever have pneumonia? Your sister had it? In the family, yes. My sister had that as a kid. Uh, and, and just yes or no, was she married? She has a spouse. I mean a partner. Uh, okay. A partner? Is, is she, she is legally? She, is, she, is, she, is she heterosexual or is she? 
gay or queer? Or I what? mean, they no, they're they're heterosexual. She know how, I mean, they've been together for almost twenty five years. So they're they're you. So they're not legally married, but they're together. Together, yes. Okay. Any children? Um, two. Yeah. Okay. There's a good chance you could get this, so uh, it's it's worth the effort to. Revise. Uh, revive your resume. Revise. Revise. <laughs> revive it. Well, she's reviving it by revising yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and reapply. I mean, apply it. Now, the, the problem is that there are seem to be other human energies that might have a higher connection than you. But that could change. So I would go forward with and there's a good chance right now as we do the reading that you just make it the job. It's not a, it's not definite. There's several things in your favor. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. All right. <laughs> that sounds good because I was pondering and I was pondering and I was just looking at the computer and then I looked at my resume. And I noticed two errors. I said, I, you know, I explained to myself, you know what, I can either leave it, but let me, but I'm a perfectionist. So yeah. I said, was saying to myself, let me just go ahead and resubmit this again. So I'm yeah, going to go would, back and resubmit it. Because it shows if you're resubmitting it, I mean, you made the errors. If they see the errors, they're going to know you made the errors. But, um, and maybe they'll miss the errors. Who knows? I don't know how gross the grammatical errors were, but it shows that you're conscientious by resubmitting. Okay. I think right. you know, mm-hmm. that you're aware that you made errors and that you want to make sure that everything is refined to the highest level. So Okay. But uh, right. let us know how things work out and do it as soon as possible. Yeah. Don't wait. Okay, I'm going to do it right this instant. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye bye. All right, bye. Okay, we Let have another call. We have another caller, Patricia. Hi. Hi. Oh my God, I'm so glad I called you real quick. Um, yeah. How are you both doing? Are you doing well? Doing okay, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Okay, quick question. W, he is the 101072. Okay. Um, he is the one who was the considered the, the barber. The barber. Yeah, That's yes. Okay. We, we um, you know, I have not totally, like, exit him out of my life. Like, he will, we will see each other. We would have drinks sometimes, and then we would enjoy each other's company. Well, we recently did that. We recently connected. But what is so? Um, what I need for you all, what what I need for you to do is to tell me with this connection that I have with him. It was sort of weird, um, and I'll say. And the reason why I say weird is because. It um so hard to explain. Um, it was very pleasurable, but almost in like another dimension type of pleasure. And I'm trying to see if this manipulating, is he manipulating when we connect like that? Is it manipulating or is it just, is it manipulating and self-serving for him or is it's just his way of showing how much he really in, care about me or enjoy me. I can't, I can't, I, I don't, I don't know how to take it. And the last couple of times I've connected with him, I just go to, <laughs> this is weird, but I fall asleep after he leaves. Yeah. She falls asleep so, after. I thought she said she saw the thing. Actually, this is your third lifetime with him. So there's been two other lifetimes you've had with this man. One was total deception. And the other one was, was not total deception. It, it, 
it was sort of a different kind of relationship, but it didn't resolve your issues from the first relationship. So this is the third time around. And you're going to get mixed messages from him. Yes. And in one, in one of the past lives, he left you. And it left you very depressed. Because mm. he left you. So you falling asleep when he leaves is a, is a reflection of the depression you suffered when he left you formally in a past life. Now, this time around, the third time around, there, there's a possibility things could work out. Work out. You see, together you make a four, and the four is really between your two and six. And your seven and three. And your seven and three. So there is a sort of, and his month and day equal your karmic number. Karmic 10, number, 10. And that's three. So there's three tens going on, not to mention the fact that you he's were a, born in 73. And he's a three. And he's a three. And 21 equals three is a seven. Uh, three into 21 is a seven. seven. All this stuff is going on. Now, the problem is, is that he's not from the get-go healthy enough just to resolve it all at once and be the kind of guy you want. He's still right. working his convoluted issues. So you're caught in your subconsciousness, you're caught with a lot of dark episodes with him where you don't quite trust him and you're leery of him and yet you both come down on the planet to try to work it out. So there's a possibility it can be worked out. What state do you live in? She's like in the South. What state? Alabama. Alabama. Did I ask you about any lakes or beaches or sandy shores ever? I think so. We've talked about beaches. Um, and the closest one to me is Orange Beach. Um, that is the closest. There are lakes. Um, yeah. And then there, yeah. Together? Yeah. Have you ever gone with him to the, to the water side? No. Quite, I have a question because I was thinking we we only have a couple minutes because we got to close on time today and our 90-second warning is coming up. I was thinking about you after the show. Remember, I was saying something about Western eras. There's something yes. that's coming through about that. Is there any bar, because I was thinking of this after, is there any bar that you frequent that has that kind of theme or that you've gone to, that you've gone to with him? Anything no, like I'm, that? No, I've never gone to the bar with him. Um, but is no. there any kind of bar that you go to that has that theme? Um, uh, uh, um, a place that I go to that it could, I mean, you could, it could be. Um, it's not set up like that, um, but I could see, um, you know, I could see something like that. This is probably, I love, I mostly love jazz, so that's where I go. Hmm. Um, yes. But yeah, well, that's good. Well, so what's your, real quickly, so what are you trying to achieve here? I just wanted to know was it manipulative type of energy or self serving for him because, you know. A little bit of both. A little bit of both because of the past life. But there's also an agenda about him trying to remove himself from that and be a better person. I mean, if things don't change much in a month, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd stay This has been going on for a long time, though. You guys have been dating for a while or involved, right? I mean, kind of off and on. Yeah, I'll decide to go on my way, and then he will, you know, text me with these lovely words. Yeah, I know. How long long has the relationship been going on? How long? Um, Probably about eight months off and on now. Okay. You know, I mean, there's a little bit, Patricia. There's a little bit of everything going on: manipulation, control, really wanting to be with you. The guy is is mixed up, but he's got all of those characteristics there now. You know, it's going to be up to you. I I don't think I'd put up with this more than another month. Uh, Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, give it another month and let him know. Say, look, you can't get your act together in a month. You know, 
we should probably just split up and find better partners. Yeah. One another. I mean, they're not yeah, like because, committed anyway. Yeah, because it's it's almost like he's bringing in heavy stuff that can almost be addictive because of what he's doing, you know. And I'm thinking, I don't. Oh my God, why are you on my mind like two days in a row? Because of yeah. this, you're bringing in this heavy stuff to get. It's almost like he wants to get somewhere in my head. He's like, I'm, I hope you're not playing my game. So that's what I told him after the fact. I said, look, don't let me find out that you are playing mind games with me. I said, because you're bringing in this heavy energy, this please is very pleasing. And it's like I say, it's almost addictive. And this, this, this last time he just put everything into this and I was, Oh my God, I woke up like the last couple of days. He's just been on my mind and it, it's never been like, this. you know, yeah. I, I, well, I don't gotta, like that. Yeah. we got to close. So, you know, give it another month, but keep in touch with us. Let yeah. Us let know. us know. Let us know. Okay. I sure will. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take care. Okay, we're okay. out of time. We're back on the air on Friday, I guess, at the same time, 9, I guess. That is an okay time. Neil? Yep. <laughs> okay, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.